kind of talk about it and try and sort of put some um, clarity into how to how to go about it. How to go about it. So you guys, you guys have had experiences with um, the good and the bad of people interacting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I have as well. Yeah, you are. Let's um, throw around a few few funny anecdotes here. <laughs> have you guys, what have, have, what have you experienced? Have you got like a few off the bat, Stella? Um. Jaden? Uh, not really. No, really? Yeah, Anec- anecdotes, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I know I've had people, I've had a few, I've had a few times where I've been talking to people and I'll mention, you've got many. We, I've, I know I've got, I've had people in the past, I mentioned I've got like a brain injury, and then they'll reply with, are you okay, and they'll talk really slowly, and it's, like, I would have... That's would've... there, that's annoying, that is annoying, because <clears throat> mentally, you're fine, it's just your brain... Yeah, yeah, as, as Homer Simpson would put it, Dane Bramage, a little bit of Dane... <laughs> yeah, and it's... You, you kind of just go, yeah, no, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's okay. It's all cool. Yeah, because you were mentioning that only what you really get is headaches and that these. No, I, I get like, I, yeah, I get, I get things, but when it comes to talking, I can talk. I can talk, you know, fine. If I don't talk too fast and you miss what I'm saying, you which were I very, do. you were very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> you were also discussing you were very lucky to get away with. Yeah. Not being in a wheelchair. Yeah, but even still, like you get, uh, you get people who, they're just like they just they just can't walk, and you get people walk up and start talking slowly, and it's like you, it's good to sort of it's hard to scope out how to sort of take off the conversation when you see someone who's in a wheelchair. You're like, do I, how how do I do this? And that you know, as I said before, that is quite daunting, but you you kind of have to like take into consideration. Yeah, mentally. Anyone in a wheelchair is fine mentally. Not always. Not always. No, in, and that's the, that's the hard thing to gauge. Yeah. That's the that's you know which is a hundred percent understandable. Yeah. But there are there are we're gonna do go into the the don'ts shortly and you know the do's because we've had people who've just been amazing. You, you talk to and you're like wow, it's almost like you completely understand me. And you're like this is great. It's really, we're gonna really measure out both sides of this. Very, very complicated and grey, grey playing field. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Yeah. You, you. Stella's now gonna sp- now gonna say something. Many people have come up to me and said stupid things in a patronising tone that is very annoying. Yeah, yeah it would be. Yeah, it would it be. It would be. Absolutely, because mm. I've I've got a, a sister who's in a wheelchair, and people, you get that, you get that, and we'll, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. You get you get moments where you're like, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> All right, um, should we move into song now? Move yes. into a nice little nice yes, little beat. Yes, we should. It is Marina and the Diamonds, and I'm. A ruin. You are on scene ninety point seven. Raise the platform. That uh, that was. Um, let me check my piece of paper here. Marina and the Diamonds with "I'm a Ruin." You are on scene ninety point seven. Raise the platform. 
Yeah. Now it is. Now I'm going to talk about some of my experiences on my experiences with being being talked to having a disability. People think because I have an intellectual disability, high functioning autism, that they need to speak to me like I'm a fair bit younger. My paternal grandmother treats me like any normal adult, but kept on speaking to me like a three year old, whereas if she was speaking to my younger brother, she would speak to him normally. Don't get me wrong, I love her dearly, but it seemed that she had no comprehension of how to speak to me. My mum and dad said to her a few years ago, He's not a three year old anymore. He's a teenager, and he doesn't like to be talked in that way. Now she speaks to me a lot better, but she still sometimes goes back to old habits. But we will keep persisting and hope one day she will speak to me the same way she do- she does to my young brother. Mm, yeah, like, my my sister... I have a sister. Uh, I have two, actually, but one of them has uh, cerebral palsy, and she gets talked to if, uh, someone who she doesn't really know very well, because she... Uh, despite it, she understands. She actually understands English and Greek. She under, she doesn't speak Greek, but she under, she uh, understands and she can talk. Mm, but she could talk some Greek or no, not none at all. No. But she can talk English. Yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> she yeah, can talk yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people talk to her slowly, and it's we we kind of have to go. No, it's fine. You can talk to her like you talk to us. She's she's a she's a person. It's cool. And then they'll then you know a normal conversation will start to flow there. And there's, there's, there's quite a bit of it. it's, it's understandable as we said, but it there are moments where you're like, because I I've been talked to slow, uh, slowly, and yeah, you mentioned that yeah before the mm. and it's it's like music. don't worry don't worry then I've got this it's cool it's cool it's I'm a person talk to me you have to you have to kind of remember that you're talking to another person yeah. And we've, I remember there was my, my mum telling me stories of people, uh, years, you know, when my sister was, uh, cause she's, she's 28 now, I think. Don't quote me on that. I don't know. I'm okay. very bad with the ages of my relatives. <laughs> it's a really bad thing. I should really learn the ages of the people I care about the most. Um, yeah. <laughs> but when she was younger, there was an incident my mum used to tell me of, uh, this this mum with a, a child walked up to my mum who was holding my sister and s- and spoke really slowly to my mum and said, is she deaf? And my mum tells me, I, I really like this story because my mum replied with, no, and neither am I. And it just kind of, it that alone kind of sort of it encapsulates it because whilst that person doesn't know how to approach a situation or necessarily understand, she had that sort of immediate interaction where she did that. She approached it that way. And my mum, in a beautiful manner, went, don't worry, it's cool. No one here is deaf. <laughs> yeah, I had a, yeah, I didn't know this story until a few years ago, but m- my mum, when I was a lot younger, I ha- have one cheek that is bigger than the other. It's a it's a condition called Kippel-Trenone syndrome, KT syndrome, where, like... Your blood vessels fail to form properly, and your and some things overgrow, and bones overgrow, and that. I've n- I've never heard of that before. Yeah, not many people know about it. <laughs> yeah, that's I that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And when my mum was going to a shopping centre, she was a a total stranger, abused her, and accused her of hitting 
of hitting me because of yeah. my cheek. That's that's a that's a real bad case of not understanding the situation and kind of Shocking. flying in and being like, ah. Especially if it's a person you do not know. Yeah, that's that. That's big why, alarm bells. That's that's why we're doing this thing, Stella. Mm. It's it's mm. like both of those cases. They're just they're people um, not understanding or not seeing how to react. So they're kind of, especially yours, Jaden. That's kind of flowing in and applying your opinion. Your under your only understanding of how that situation could come about, and then reacting to your I assumption. Don't know about it at all? I didn't know about it at all until mm. two years ago. Mainly that's, because of how young I was. Yeah, like that's pretty. That's pretty uh, intense. Yeah. And I can't imagine what it would be like to be your mother in that situ- in that situation, because it's you'd feel terrible. Yeah, and you'd can't, you'd be taken aback by it. And I I the person who's yeah like the person who's saying that. I don't know what my mum mom exactly said afterwards, but <laughs> well, I guess like the first don't there is don't kind of fly in on your uh, kind of like a, an assumption of what may have what this situation may be you kind of if you're going to because I mean that person wasn't even or maybe like depending on the scenario that interaction is kind of like spontaneous like they could have come up and said like I don't know but I'm not gonna go off of that because I, I mean I don't I don't know on your story but you sort of have to kind of if you're gonna talk to someone really Go in with nothing. Just be like, hey, how are you? And then work it out from there. Because there's no no good in coming up with an, uh, an assumption on what what's going on. Because then it's just not going to... Um, it's really not going to end well. And, you know, on that note, let's move into the next song. This is Lily Allen and friend of mine. You're on Sin 90.7. Raise the platform. Welcome back. Now, we are going to talk a little bit more about the don'ts, and then we're going to go into the wonderful do's, because the do's are more important. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. Yeah, like, like another, another big, I'd say, like, this is a big number two of, like, don'ts I've found is staring. Yeah. Because have you have you you've got a lot of that, Stella? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's shocking. I remember I have like childhood memories of I used to go shopping with my sister and a carer, and you just get like people walking past. Not always kids. I thought this would always strictly be kids, but it was actually like everyone, every demographic took part in this. Adults even. Yeah, they'd kind of just sort of gawk really, and you'd be like, and I found when I was like eight, best thing to do in that situation, stare back. <laughs> <laughs> you fight fire with fire. And the thing, and also big don't is, don't believe the, don't believe that MMR, the MMR max vaccine causes autism. 
That's actually been debunked for a number of years. I still am in shock of how many people believe it. Oh, oh yeah, that, that's a that uh, classic classic chestnut. Um, hey, you know, debates and all that. I mean, hey, you know, go with whatever you want. It's really, it's um, it's a really, 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 really great thing. How to and it's bad. I guess it's really bad when you get down to it. Because I mean, we're talking about people in the street here interacting. It's really bad when you get uh, someone in like the education uh, edu- words education system. That's when you've got a problem. So, yeah, it gets. Oh, we've I've seen people just teachers don't know how to. It should be like a training or something. Well, my some some kind of. Well, my brother goes to a. Uh, specialist, my youngest brother goes to a specialist school and all of the teachers there are trained in dealing with students with disabilities. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Like, Was that what you were getting onto? Yeah, yeah. And like my high school, the high school I went to, um, they actually, the principal came out and said, like this, Greg, he said, um, we want to accept all people, all, every kind of person in this school because we want it to reflect day-to-day life. And the teachers there knew how to interact with people and they knew how to actually take care of people but not then suffocate them. Because mm-hmm. we, like, we had a kid who, um, he could only see, uh, I think he could only see, like, light. He couldn't see, actually. He had to walk... Do you have, like, a... Was he going blind or something? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he... Uh, the teachers there, like... They would, it was great to see because everyone, all the students, the students would see how the teachers spoke to him and then they'd speak to him like a normal person. He was the funniest, one of the funniest guys I've ever met because he'd tell us all stories of he'd go to like a shopping center and they'd ask the person he was with what he wanted to eat and he'd cut them off and be like, whoa, hey, I'm, I, I can talk. I'm not, because I, I'd like a, I'd like I a hamburger, see. please. <laughs> yeah. I can't see, but I can talk. Yeah. Stared at a lot. Children staring is okay, but adults are not. They should know better, and they should know that it's rude. Yeah, it is. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because, I mean, it's just, it's like, come on, come on, don't, don't do that. But with all this, all this, you know, people doing the don'ts and the bad things and the, we... You get in situations, you're like, well, come on, let's let's all act like people here. You do get people who are just amazing, who just, like, come in, and we've had uh, carers with my sister who've come in and, like, turned out, just had a, a blast with her, and we'd hear her laughing from the other side of the house, because they'd just talk to her like a normal person, and not like a three-year-old or even like a small animal. <laughs> and you're like, it's, it's great when that happens, because you're like, thank God. It's refreshing. We've had a, a we had a guy who I'm uh, I'm pretty sure he just he'd come back from a party, so he was a little bit you know ooh, he was he was uh, still hyped from the the party, and he was he walked up to my sister and high fived her in the middle of the street, and like grabbed her and just cheered and started to talk to her, and we're like that guy don't know who he is, never seen him before, never saw him again. That guy's awesome. <laughs> yeah, because he saw but eh, behind the disability. No, yeah, he just saw a person. 
Just saw a person yeah. who's just having a good time. Yeah, that's right. And it was great. It was great. And it was nothing to do about the disability at all. No, It was no. like a second... It was like secondary to... Yeah. I'm pretty sure he first. asked her what football team she barracked for and she just laughed. So... <laughs> so... But it was great. It was... There are a lot of... It was... I guess that's kind of the key. I've found in my personal experience is you just treat the... You just treat the person in a wheelchair or whatever like they are anyone else mm. and it's it's pretty i mean regardless yeah yeah and it's it it's, it's really nice when you say that it's real nice and it's just you're like nice going man nice going and it's bad that like that guy i remember him because of the way he interacted with my sister that's kind of that's also a little disheartening in and of itself where you go you have to recognize a person because they treated someone else like a normal person. Like, that's kind of... That's a little bit disheartening. But there should be more of that. There should be more of an understanding with people on how to go about talking to people. Social awareness. Yeah, we should start... We should um get some placards, scratch up some placards, and start, like, walking down the street. Treat people like people. And it'll just because that's protest because it's such a vague sign. Don't actually do this, anyone. Don't ever do this. But it'll be such a vague sign. People will be like, "Oh, we do treat people like people." What are you talking about? <laughs> Make a very, very vague, very vague, very, very, very vague protest. Best way to go about anything. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. All right. So now. We are going to go into a song. This is You, Me, Backseat by Microwave Jenny. You're listening to Raise the Platform. Sin 90.7. Having raised the platform, now we're going to go to Stella, who's going to say something. I had this aide at school, which was really annoying because she separated me from my friends and she was very patronizing. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we've that's had, discrimination. We've had that with um some some carers uh, in the past. Like my sister will go to a party and they'll separate her from like they'll kind of they'll yeah. suffocate her. They'll suffocate her, and it's like, come on, she can do stuff. Let her do stuff. Come on, that's that's pretty bad. But you have you you what were the um? I suppose when you get a good aid, after you get a bad, when you get a good aid, like that must be so re- amazing. Really, yeah. <laughs> it's oh, I. I mean, I've had people in the past with my brain injury because mine. I mean, mine's mine's weird because you can't tell by looking at me. Like I haven't got like on the side of my head shaved. Have brain hurt? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> but my, I've had uh, my brain hurts. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> <laughs> It would, I guess that would it would save time, but again, I, I I don't know. I like my hair as it is. I've had people in the past, like I had um, who just would that understand complex straight away. It was weird. Like I had a girl in my class in like VCE who, because I get cognitive fatigue when I get tired, I like lose focus. You cannot get me to pay attention on anything. This girl would like just start taking notes for me, like in my book. Good on it. And I'm like, and I'd I'd be like. That is awesome. Thank you so much. Because people don't really... I, as I realise people don't understand, I also did then milk it. I'd like leave the classroom early and be like, I've got a headache. Don't do this <laughs> at all. But Because you, you, you get that. 
you realise people don't understand. So you, you kind of occasionally, if I didn't like the school assembly that went on for two hours, I'd say I've got a headache. And I'd leave and I'd like sit on a bench, which I realise is not much better. <laughs> In fact, it's a lot more boring. Don't do that. Don't do that at all. I do not condone it. It actually went pretty bad. Um, but when you get good people, when you get good people, have you got, have you got like some cool anecdotes on good people who you've just, it's like, wow. Well, when I was in hospital for my, for back surgery, my grandfather who lives nearby, he, he came down to the hospital and visited me, but basically there's more to take and ask my parents, oh, you can leave now. I've got it all under control. You can go out on your own and that's awesome. And do something within within reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, and then you just bolt. <laughs> yeah, n- not bolt home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, like I've I've got carers with my sister who like we've had we've got a few who've just been so good they've like stuck around and they're like now part of the family basically, and they're like I want to go. Do something else as a career. I'm like, no, stay. You're too good, please. Because they're like, they take it all party, and she'll come back and be like, that was great. They'll go to like a disco, and she'll come back, and she's been helling, hanging out with her friends and dancing because this person knows how to handle it. And you're like, wow, you get to stay. We like you because it's. I guess when you do get bad experiences, you then value the good ones just so much more. So much more. Hmm. Mm, but it's you just I guess if you just have a social awareness, people know, because then you'll get a lot. You hopefully everyone will just understand in an ideal world, and you won't have any more burden. Everyone will all it'll be like the music video for Dancing in the Street. We'll all just be flooded and just like electric boogaloo everywhere. It'll just be great. Yeah, that's that's my fantasy in my head of world peace. <laughs> Is that music video? It's a, uh, it's a very, it's a little sad. It's idyllic and sad. <laughs> Would be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, have, what, what, what have you guys had in the past? Like, some standout people where you just go, damn, you are a standout person. I like you, because they've got that next level of My maternal, of my maternal grandfather and my maternal stepmother are both very good with me. Like, are both very good. They know who... They understand what I've got and make sure I don't be too... What do they do to stand out? Like, how do they... What do they do specifically to sort of further that you you get to go, you are a top bloke or gal, whatever? <laughs> just accept me in conversations. I don't have too many who would. I just thought I may as well hmm. say because... From day dot, like, they'd calm me down and that. And oh, yeah. They'd understand my eccentricities when when I was a lot younger. I used to count down the bottom. I was fascinated with numbers. And oh, yeah. Because of my autism, I was fascinated with numbers. This is when I was a lot younger. Then we'd understand when the micro was like 10, 9, 8, mm-hmm. 7, and then go 7, so on. And then we'd, we'd go beep, beep, beep. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Are you- Still, are you? Yeah, so that's really, really awesome that they did that. Yeah. That's really, because I'm, I I get, 
I used to, I don't really anymore, but I used to get people who would say, like, can I, can I grab you anything? Are you... And that was, I mean, that in itself, it's such a small thing whenever someone says, can I grab you anything? But it's like, yeah, I'll take some water, please. Even though, I mean, me, I could do it myself. So and that is kind of like not understanding my thing. So they offered to do that, even though I could, you know, perfectly easily do it myself under normal, uh, a normal situation. But it's a had, great thing. My mum and dad actually thought it... There was actually tests to see if I was gifted because I was... I didn't speak until I was 18 months. My first word wasn't the complimentary mum and dad. It was actually fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) That's like a childhood foreshadowing that you're going to be like a party kid. And I was reading Dr. Zeus at two and a half. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is a great first word. Yeah. Yeah, allegedly, allegedly, I said fantastic. I don't know if I said it, but that is. I hope you did. That's incredible. You speak to my dad. They say my first word was fantastic. <laughs> so. Yeah, because when you when you get that, it would make life, in general, so much easier, and yeah, yeah and just so much more, oh, refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so now we're going to go to a song. It's Lana Del Rey and West Coast. You are listening to Sin ninety point seven. Raise the platform. Welcome back to Raise the Platform, Sin 90.7. You were just listening to Lana Del Rey, West Coast, and Florence and the Machine, Breakdown. Yes. And now, so in summary today, the do's and don'ts of how to talk to people. Don't go by initial assumptions, they can be deceiving, and do uh, treat people like people, and just be friendly and nice, and love one another. <laughs> you guys, you guys got anything else to add? Yeah, well, if you realise our resident ghost Rosie hasn't been here for the last two weeks because she's been away with another one of our presenters, Alex, for their cycle power trip, and I can tell you, midweek, midweek they finished, they arrived, they've been doing a cycle power trip around Cambodia and Vietnam, and they finished mm, near Hope near. <laughs> Ho Chi Minh City, formerly known as Saigon. Oh, it's insane what they've done. I take my hand yeah, off Yeah, like, them. they've done, I think, 500-odd kilometres <sighs> on hand cycles. Uh, I saw, I saw I've taken photos, and, oh, beautiful place, but, wow, the workout. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting tired thinking about it. Oh, all right. So that brings us to the end of our show. We, just a reminder of our socials on Twitter, it's RTPSYN, and on Facebook and Insta, it is Raise the Platform. Now, closing the show off, we have got Little Red and Coca-Cola. Mm. Thanks for listening. Catch you next week. On Catch you next week. This next Same time next week. Yep, goodbye from Stella, Aiden, and Jaden. <laughs> goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.